We live. Is this my beverage? We raw and unedited. Raw vlog. We used to be in a truck, going to the coffee house and getting a cup of coffee. But then the COVID. Man, we had to stay in, but it's still the raw vlog recorded in front of a live beverage. Raw vlog delivered to you raw and unedited. Raw vlog, raw vlog. Good morning and welcome to Raw Vlog number fifty-nine. Raw vlogs, as so stated in the song. Recorded in front of a live beverage today. It is tea because I've been up for a little while, and um, we are raw and unedited and live. In today's raw vlog, we're going to be talking about just not having enough time in our lives, or at least feeling like we're not having enough time in our lives. This is a subject that came from Aaron Kraus. Uh, left a comment last week, a really nice comment. So uh, it, it, I feel like this is really relevant to me and I don't know why I never thought about talking about this, but it has to do with like having a balance in your life and, and just making time for the things that we love, such as mountain biking. Um, all right, uh, today's news uh, is that Blue Steel up at Snow Summit will be opening up this Saturday. If you didn't already know that, that's going to be up there. Please don't go up there and ride it so that I can go have it all to myself all day. But if you really want to ride it, we'll love to see you up there. I'm going to go up there and try to get a clean full pull on that trail. I don't know if that'll happen, but I'm going to try to do that so that I can bring you a tour of that trail. I don't know if I'll do a full like trail head series on that. Um, but yeah, I forgot to tell you, this is the Airhorn channel. It is my companion channel to my MTB Allen channel, which is uh, over there on the MTB Allen channel. We do the rides, we do product reviews, trail guides, how-tos, that sort of thing. Um, and over here on the Airhorn channel, we do a lot of talking and stuff like that. Um, sorry, let me get my stuff kind of up and going so I can see comments. I'm just realizing I don't have this up right now. Do, 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 do. Uh, why it's not letting me do it. Okay, cool. Whatever. I think I have a comments in here somewhere. Okay, cool. Somebody post a comment to let me know that I'm seeing comments in this other interface, not the my other interface. So if you don't mind, just give me a wave or something. Um, not seeing anything. I know three of you are watching, but if one of you wouldn't mind just putting in a comment. Um, okay, maybe I'll see them later. Uh, yeah, so... Check that corner link if you want to check out my main channel and stuff like that. Um, sorry, having slight technical difficulties right now. Uh, and yes, so channel news, that was the channel news. And cool. Okay. Thank you, John. It looks like on my other thing, like it's not showing up. So... 
uh yeah let's get this going okay cool thank you john yates for the wave um <laughs> hello from work in california kerwin uh yes don't get caught uh keep the window small <laughs> okay um okay yeah okay now the comments are coming in that's really weird like they weren't coming in 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 this interface okay back to business um that was the news for this week i don't know if i have any other news uh let's jump into race runs real quick a little preamble on race runs race runs is where i talk about race and ethnicity in mountain biking and generally in the outdoor world uh and this the preamble to that is that the concept of race internet is in and of itself a bit racist because it assumes that there are different races within the human race when we're really just one race um today i wanted to just kind of say the one thing i want to see in mountain biking I want to see more diversity. And I know a lot of us, you know, especially, you know, depending on where you live, like I live in Southern California and I um, know that when I'm on the trails, I, uh, at least when I'm at the bike parks and some of the trail systems I go to, I do see some amount of diversity, a fair amount of diversity. Um, what I'm talking about is diversity in racing in mountain biking. Um, especially at the higher levels. And the, re and the reason I'm aiming at that is because that is a really good metric of where the, the mountain bike community and the industry is at in terms of its level of diversity. Because if you think about those people that are operating at that high level, how early did they get into mountain biking? How much were they brought up in a culture of mountain biking? And a lot of the times that has to do with their parents and with their family. And if you think about how the resources it takes and the access to the resources as well as access to trails and also feeling just kind of comfortable and um, uh, feeling like the outdoors and the trails and like that are generally welcoming to you is largely affected by your family. And there are like race and ethnicity dynamics involved in that. You can read up on that if you want to look up that kind of stuff. Um, I know I was pretty fortunate in that like my my family uh they love to go outdoors they love to barbecue they love to do all that kind of stuff because that's kind of what we we brought from our from our uh, country of origin and you know they they loved fishing they loved doing all that kind of stuff and growing up in tennessee they got into that and then that got me into the outdoors pretty quick so um but you know we 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 had definitely we definitely had access to resources. So if you think about those people who may not have the same kind of accesses to resources due through due to their demographics and whatnot, something to take into account. Um, so yeah, I think uh, the the more uh, like kind of at the entry level, you have more diversity. We'll eventually see more diversity in the um, in the at the higher levels, like the UCI levels, the racing levels. I would love to see that. Um, cool. Um, last thing I want to say is, uh, with race runs is when you see comments or posts or whatnot that maybe make you uncomfortable around these sorts of things, I want you to ask yourself these kind of general three questions. One is, um, what is it about it that makes you uncomfortable? And then, um, when you're uncomfortable, you're usually kind of in a defensive mode. What is it that you're trying to defend? And then, uh, finally, like, in those discussions, what do you have to lose? What are you afraid of losing? And just kind of being conscious of that. I find that helps me a lot. 
All right, let's jump into Stoke of the Week. Uh, my Stoke of the Week this week is that Blue Steel is going to be open, and I will get to ride that trail. I've um, We've heard about it for a long time. I actually saw the exit of it last year and have been stoked about it this whole time. And so I'm looking forward to riding that. Stoke of the Week from you. As a note, if you don't already know, hit me in the comments. Uh, I don't know if, if you can hit comments now or if it's just the live chat, but hit me in the comments either here or just somewhere of your Stoke of the Week and I'll like get them just either on YouTube. If you do it on my MTB Allen channel, that's fine. If you do it here, that's fine. Um, I will see the new comments as they come in. Just don't respond to a comment. Those are harder for me to find. So if you want, um, please share your Stoke of the Week and I will share them so we can have shared Stoke. All right. First up is Mark Lopez. It's kind of funny. It starts with the unstoke of the week, which is finding out that the Santa Cruz Hightower that I ordered last month uh, that was supposed to come in at the end of August was delayed until October with chances of being even further delayed. I was really looking forward to getting on that bike. Stoke of the week is actually that my local bike shop, bike shop, my local bike shop, Hooks, hooking me up and getting me on a brand new Giant Trans X229er on the same day. That's freaking rad um, to have a local bike shop that's out to get you on the trails. Like, I think that's kind of the ethic that I see uh, any bike brand, any bike shop. If they're about getting you on the trails, not necessarily getting you to buy stuff, but like getting you on the trails, like that's 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 the rad thing. Um the owner of the shop held the bike for you uh, and let you go check it out, uh, even though there's t tons of high demand. Um, and even though it wasn't the bike you originally wanted, uh, Mark, the, the bike he was originally wanted, loves it. It's beautiful. It's loved to grow, uh, grown to love it. And it all worked out and saved money. That's really cool. Um, heck yeah. Congratulations on uh, new bike day and having a rad bike shop. Um, Guys, am I reading last week's? Um, I feel like I've, I can't tell because I read these and then I'm like, wait, okay, I'm just going to keep going. Tell me, somebody tell me in the comments if I'm like, if I did this last week. Okay. T-Rex Family MTB. Stoke of the week for me was finally able to get back on the bike after my crash and messed up my ribs. Just a little short trail, but it's a start. Always nice to come back from a uh, from an injury. I know that feeling. Stoke of the week from Vegas Mike, 1904. New bike day. Picked up my 2021 20, Remedy 8 this week. Heck yeah, that is such a good bike, that Remedy. Um, uh, looking forward to getting back on the MTB. It's been almost 12. It's been about 12 years for me. Uh, that's, wow, that's a long time. Um, well, welcome back. And that's a rad bike to come back on. Andy Ginther, Stoke of the Week. Last week, I got back on my bike, 09 Nomad, from having rode a new large Nomad. Uh, rode the freaking hell out of it. So poppy and agile. Pushed the hell out of it. Rode like a dream. So stoked. Uh, don't believe everything you think you know. Heck yeah. It's really cool to come back to your, to your, to your bike, to what you know, and still love it. Um... Eric Ramos, uh, Stoke of the Week, turned 65 last week, happy birthday, and set three PRs. I don't really care about PRs, but I'm stoked that I can continue to improve. Yes, I tell myself I don't uh, care about PRs, but I do. Um, but it's rad that you are 65 and still out there getting it. Mr. Manny, Stoke of the Week, 
performed some trail maintenance today equals instant stoke. Trail maintenance is also an awesome way to give back to your local mountain biking community. 100% uh, trail maintenance is awesome uh, and you should do it. Uh, I should do more of it. Um, but yeah, it does definitely give you instant stoke. It gives you more ownership of the trail um, and gives you more appreciation for when uh, you're on a trail. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know, uh, Manny, if you experienced this, but I know that like uh, there's something about doing trail maintenance that's kind of invisible. Um, like you may come through that section and not even remember where you did the maintenance because that's kind of the idea is that like you can just come through that trail without thinking about it. Um, yeah, so that's, wait, I was supposed to do this. Sorry. I was supposed to do this. Stoke of the week. Okay, cool. All right. Now I can hide that. Um, <laughs> so let's jump into our subject matter for the day, which is just kind of not having enough feeling like we don't have enough time in our lives, that sort of thing. Um, we had a couple of other like subjects that I was going to like hit really quick. One of them is, uh, somebody, uh, Aries. Carillo, Carillo, uh, last uh, time said hardtails, and I just kind of wanted to say hardtails are a great way to get into mountain biking if you are on a strict budget. Um, I don't, I no longer believe in the 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 that uh, the the um, standard wisdom that you should start on a hardtail because it teaches you to ride better. Um, uh, I don't think you need to do that. Uh, but that being said, they are simpler, they are easier to maintain, and they are cheaper. There are less pressures and dials and stuff to turn. So if you're just getting into it, it is a nice way to get into it and keep it simple and keep it cheap. Applejack asks how to make mountain bike friends. I'm lonely. <laughs> um, I say just ride. Uh, just get out there on the trails. Be friendly to people. Um, I don't know about you, but if you have a local uh, bike park, that's also a great place to meet people. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, like just get out there and ride and, and, and be cool. All right, let's jump into the main one, which is from Aaron Krauss. I seem to struggle with this and would love to hear how you deal with life's balances with life's balance act. Uh, uh, that is to say family work, family work, hobbies, and just trying to have the best balance with all of them and being happy. I hope this is a topic you will be willing to dive into. Um, yeah, um, I always have a hard time fitting rides in, but I feel like I come away uh, come away from them as a better person, both work and family. Yeah, um, I think for uh, for a lot of us, that kind of like a getting to the ride is is the thing we look forward to all week, and it can feel like sometimes a lot of our other uh, parts of our lives. Um, are things we just kind of have to get through. But I think in general, um, feeling like you just don't have enough time. Um, I look at that as like, so we all, um, well, so one of the things we used to say in the 90s is if you don't feel like you have enough time, stop watching TV. Um, and I'm not going to tell you to stop watching TV, but I think things like uh, consuming content, consuming media, as well as things like uh, playing video games, things like that. I feel like they are pleasures, but it's really easy to, because it's really easy to, to do them too much. You could do any kind of like pleasurable activity to the point where it starts damaging you. So I think 
generally getting into the habit of using those activities as a way to build you up as an opposed to break you down because at a certain point it'll start breaking you down. I think that's really important. A lot of that has to do with how much time we spend doing them and also what mentality we're going into those things with. Um, so yeah, I mean like if you think about like uh, if you, you know, get super boozed up one night, uh, the next morning you're going to feel terrible and that's just cutting into your day. So can you do some amount of, you know, pleasurable activity, you know, you know, having a couple of beers or a couple of drinks uh, to the point where you can get the benefits of that or get the kind of relaxation of that and then not be torn up the next day. Um, I actually personally don't do intoxicants. Um, and a lot of the reason for that for me is because of that kind of after effect um, that happens um, just in terms of like hangovers and stuff like that. But also I feel like um, it kind of detunes my brain. Uh, and I feel like I can get a fair bit of the pleasure and relaxation and stuff that other people get out of doing intoxicants. I can kind of do that naturally. I can kind of do that on my own through mindset and activities and stuff like that. So yeah, but the length of time that you do stuff is really key. Like, you know, the length of a day doesn't really change much, you know, like throughout your lifetime. But, you know, what happened when you were a kid and you just had all this time to go do whatever you wanted, go ride your bike um, to points where you were bored. Uh, so I, I think it's really important to be aware of how much time you're spending doing stuff. Uh, if you want to start changing that, maybe start timing yourself. Like, how much time are you spending doing any given thing? Um, watching TV, whatever, you know, consuming Netflix. How many, you know, how much time are you spending watching YouTube videos um, versus how much time you're doing other things? So it's not a bad idea to set a timer and kind of be aware of those things, at least to kind of get a read for what you're doing and see what percentage of your day you're spending on stuff. Um, but I do want to like bring this back to mountain biking because I feel like um, when I head out onto the trail, right, like my goal there is to like have as much trail time as possible. So I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time in the parking lot trying to find stuff, messing around, uh, lose forgetting stuff like I want to be able to get to you know the parking lot or whatever and I want to have like the bike ready to go me ready to go on the bike pedaling as fast as I can or and as efficiently as I can without but without also adding a bunch of stress on top of it so my approach there is to have systems in place so we always have we already have systems we just aren't all of us not all of that system is consciously constructed. So the idea here is to start like cons consciously constructing your system. So I, for instance, have a, I have a bag, right? It's like this big. And the, that bag is like my gear bag, my, like what I wear gear bag. And I have certain things that go in there. And I have a system for making sure that like the, everything that I need is in there. And I do that before I leave. I have a little system where like I check, like I make sure I have something for my head. I have my helmet. I have protection for my eyes, my goggles. I have protection for my elbows, protection for my hands, knees, and feet. So I'll actually be like head, eyes, elbows, hands, knees, feet. Um, 
And I'll do that checklist as I'm looking at the bag, make sure everything's in there. And then I close up the bag. And that way I know I put that bag in the truck. I have all that protective gear. And then I have similar kind of checklists for everything else. Um, and they always kind of go in the same place in the truck. So that way I do all that stuff. I put it all in the truck. I get it ready to go. And then once I get there, I know I have everything. And then I also have a kind of system or a pattern that uh, sets me like that I use to kind of set up to go ride. Right. I make sure and and uh, check my air pressure. I make sure and check my brakes. And then I just kind of like have a quick look at the bike. It's all ready to go. And then I am on the trails and it happens relatively efficiently. So I think if we generally apply that to our lives, you know, um, uh, all those things, putting all that stuff together is a form of maintenance. It's a form of organization and maintenance. And I look at like, um, a neglected maintenance is basically, it, it doesn't add up. It actually multiplies. So if we're regularly doing maintenance on our bikes, on ourselves, um, in our day-to-day -day lives, then like, uh, it requires less big maintenance down the road. So, that kind of just kind of makes your life that much more efficient. And I'm not all about like having like a super like rigid, efficient, but I do, I don't like hassle. So I'm always looking for systems to reduce hassle. So like I was saying earlier, I don't want to be like searching around for that lost knee pad or, you know, either here or at the trail or forgetting something like I want to make it. So I don't have to think about that. I can just think about getting on the trail and having fun. And if we bring it back to just kind of like day-to-day -day life um, or just kind of reconnecting, let me reconnect it back to mountain biking. So the other thing that I think kind of eats up our energy, you know, because I think that's kind of involved in not feeling like you have enough time is you also don't feel like you have enough energy to get stuff done. Um, uh, and you then you kind of feel like you need more relaxation. So I think like if you include everything in your life as part of your life and and try to reduce how many things in your life you see is not part of your life something that's like in your in the way of your life i think the less you do that the better so if we bring that back to mountain biking like when you um are doing that arduous climb it you know it can feel like the thing you have to just get through in order to get to the thing and like there's getting to the thing and there's getting there's the thing you got to get through um but if you look at those hard times as just part of mountain biking as the thing that is, is one of the things that's helping you build yourself as a mountain biker um and just including that as part of the experience then that's going to reduce your mental stress on it it's also going to let you embrace it and make that part of your experience and you might even might even start to enjoy it um and Looking at that a day -to -day, uh, in day-to-day -day life, you know, doing the laundry, doing the dishes, cleaning the house, all those kind of things, um, kind of considering those things just part of your life and then being present in them. Um, keep in mind, I, I'm definitely not amazing at all these things, you know. I still will, like, let lots of maintenance uh, fall by the wayside and let it multiply. Um, but, you know, I find that when I do these things, things are just better. And that also means that if I'm present in those day-to-day -day things, present with my family, present with my work, present with my uh, chores and maintenance, that I actually, there's not as much stress and craziness that I'm trying to work through when I'm on the trail. 
Uh, and it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm on the trail less, but it just means that like I'm just more kind of free spirited spirited on when I'm on the trail tonight and I get more out of it. It's funny how that works that like if you are, you know, de-stressing on your day to day that when you get to the bike, you actually have more fun, fun and you're the de-stressing attributes of riding the mountain bike actually are multiplied again. So yeah, it, it's that kind of thing where like you're never really in, you're never really static, right? You're always moving, you know, in certain directions and just kind of being conscious of that. Um, I think that's kind of what I wanted to say about that. Um, Aaron, I hope that that kind of gets at what you're talking about, about like having a hard time feeling like, you know, like just trying to make time for all these things. Um, oh, the other thing I was going to say is that if, if you also feel another way you can get kind of quote unquote, get more time back out of your day is have less stuff. Um, I know that sounds really simple, but more stuff does take up more time. Um, a bigger house takes longer to clean. Um, more stuff means more time you have to spend making time to, sure you have space for stuff and rearranging stuff so um reduction i think in in stuff really kind of helps uh yeah it also just kind of helps you really focus on the essentials in your life and what you're doing yeah so yeah that's kind of me how how i approach mountain biking how i approach life in general I love that saying that like how you do anything is how you do everything. So yeah, that kind of maybe gives you a little bit of insight into how I approach writing, how I approach life. Cool. Um, yeah, so we are coming to our time limit. If you guys want to throw me any questions, feel free to do so. Um, but I will start winding this down unless I start seeing some questions come in. Um, yeah, it's Friday, y'all, and we're going to be, um, up in the mountains this weekend. Hope you're going to get out and ride, uh, this weekend and get some fun under your belt. Hope you dug this, hit the like button, check to see if you're subscribed. If you're here live, you're probably already subscribed. If you're watching this later and you're not subscribed, we do this every Friday morning-ish. Uh, we're going to do some interviews at some point. Um, I've been trying to line some stuff up. Things have been a little bit crazy, but we're going to make that happen. Um, is that it? Make sure I'm not losing anything, forgetting anything. All right. Thanks, everybody, for showing up. I will uh, shut this down, and I will see you next time here on the uh, <laughs> on the on the air horn raw vlog what's up mtb87 tired of the party sorry we're just about to shut it down um but once i end this broadcast it will be live and you can watch it you can get the intro song the whole thing all right everybody hope you have a rad day and i will see you soon <laughs>